Hi, welcome back to The Egg. I'm Jack. I'm Megan. Today is March 12th, and these are your headlines. The girls' basketball team claimed victory at last Friday's game against Tippecanoe. The girls will now aim for a state victory in Columbus this coming Friday. Governor Rick Scott of Florida signed controversial legislation last week. The new law raised the minimum age limit of purchasing guns from 18 to 21. It also extended the waiting period for buying guns. It banned bump stocks and also provided language that would allow some school staff members to carry weapons on campuses. The Chinese government also passed legislation this past week. Theirs eliminated presidential term limits, which would allow President Xi Jinping to rule until his death. The winner of tonight's game will move on to the final four. They will be playing March 16th at 1 p.m. at the Jerome Shack State Center. They will take on the winner of the Region 5 St. Vincent St. Mary Gilmore Academy game. A win for the Boberg girls basketball team would mean going to state, and it means a lot to them. It means a crap ton. <laughs> That word, it, that means, it means a lot to everyone. Um, we lost two years ago in the same position, and coming back and playing the exact same team, it means a lot. But first, they had to beat the Tip City Red Devils. Well, we, we got our work cut out. They're a very good basketball team. They've been here four straight years. They have a lot of tradition there. Uh, but in the regional finals, anything can happen. We just have to execute. Um, our schemes well, because Tip City's a team that could, they could, uh, they could take advantage if you don't do things well. So they're a very, very good team, and uh, we respect them a great deal on what they've been able to do this year. To give them a leg up in the game, Bobrook's team followed some pregame rituals. Some of these rituals or superstitions begin at the start of the day and include eating the same Subway lunch and listening to the same music playlist. Others are more unique for the players, like Bellbrook's point guard, Cassidy Burita. Everyone's superstitious, so everything that we've done from the first game of the tournament to now, it's been the same. I have to wear these blue shoes, and I have to listen to a specific playlist. The game was expected to be close, and it was. Bellbrook would score, then tip, then tip again, then Bellbrook would follow up. The final score was 47-41. to 41. The last score was made by number 32, Olivia Greathouse. Bellbrook will play next week in Columbus at 1 p.m. This past Thursday marked International Women's Day around the world. To honor this holiday, Mattel Incorporation, the toy manufacturer, released a new line of Barbies based on significant female figures. These new Barbies include present-day role models such as Wonder Woman and Olympic gold medalist Chloe Kim, as well as historical figures Amelia Earhart, Katherine Johnson, and Frida Kahlo. 
The reception has been mostly positive except for Frida Kahlo's doll. Frida Kahlo is recognized as a prominent Mexican artist, well known for her colorful self-portraits and fierce feminist ideals. When Mattel's Frida Kahlo-inspired Barbie was released on March 8th, family members of the famous artist expressed distaste for the doll. The family is claiming that Mattel does not own the image used to depict Frida and therefore cannot produce the doll. Mattel was also criticized for some alterations to Frida's look. For example, Frida's signature unibrow, which symbolized her disregard of sexist beauty standards for women, was not included on the Barbie, as well as the exclusion of facial hair on her upper lip and the slimming of her face and body. Frida's family members feel that the Barbie does not fully represent or do justice to Frida as an artist and activist. The wreck of a World War II United States aircraft carrier was recently found deep off the coast of Australia. Microsoft co-founder Paul Allen financed the research expedition, even purchasing a 250-foot vessel outfitted with state-of-the-art equipment. They found the USX Lexington 500 miles off the eastern coast, and it was about two miles underneath the ocean surface. It was sunk at the Battle of the Coral Sea on May 8th of 1952. There, it played a pivotal role in protecting Australia from a planned Japanese invasion. The ship was bombarded with multiple torpedoes and bombs, which eventually led to its demise. The order was given to abandoned ship, and most were rescued by nearby naval vessels. Unfortunately, over 200 of the nearly 3,000 on board perished. The USS Lexington was found in good condition, along with many U.S. planes that sunk along with it. Although the wreck can't be surfaced and put in a museum, the discovery allows for better historical records and gives closer to the families of the deceased. This year, Bulbrook High School's theater is putting on Thoroughly Modern Millie for the spring musical. The theater community is holding a fundraiser to help fund the production. The fundraiser will be held this Friday at Bellhop Cafe starting at 7. Staying true to the entertainment ways of the theater, the event will be comprised of live performances from students participating in the theater department. The event is going to be similar to... The performances that you see at Feinstein 54, that's a restaurant in New York where Broadway performers come and they sing songs from their musicals. Um, and it's like you eat and you um, you have a meal and you listen to the performers. So it's kind of like a, a dinner performance. That was Katie Giffen, senior and leading lady of the musical, who is coordinating the event. We're having all the theater kids who want to do it just come, and they're going to be singing um, some songs uh, with piano and guitar accompaniment. Uh, I think we're going to have a ukulele or two. Um, and they're just going to be singing some Broadway songs from any musical that they want to sing, um, and some of the Disney songs, some Disney songs as well. The production is fairly large this year and requires this funding for various things. Purchasing costumes, because this um, Thoroughly Modern Millie is like a really costume-heavy show. And then also buying the tap shoes for all the tap numbers um, and various other things that we need to get. To contribute to the fund at the event, you can make a direct donation to the theater department or purchase food or beverages at Bellhop during the performance and 10% of the proceeds will go to the fund. The fundraiser is this coming Friday at 7 at Bellhop Cafe. Thoroughly Modern Melee performances will begin in late April. The American College of Physicians, which is a pretty large medical organization, has released new guidelines for treatment of type 2 diabetes. The A1C is a blood test that gives doctors an estimate of your blood sugar level average over the past few months. 
It essentially analyzes the glycated hemoglobin in the bloodstream to determine if diabetes is being treated properly. For most adults, the American Diabetes Association recommends a target A1C of below 7%. However, the new ACP guidance suggests that A1C should be between 7 and 8% for most adults with type 2 diabetes. This goal may be altered based on individual circumstances like age, BMI, physical activity, and other medications the patient is taking. From personal experience, I can tell you that the guidelines provided by the American Diabetes Association are not always taken as strictly as some may presume. I'm a type 1 diabetic, and when I was much younger, probably when I was about 7 or 8, I received an A1C test result below 7% and was told that my blood sugars were probably too low. This goes along with the consideration of the individual's traits when critiquing and adjusting treatment for a diabetic, whether it be someone with type 1 or type 2. These observations by the ACP are shared by half a dozen other major medical organizations. Changes made to treatment guidelines of type 2 diabetes are significant because it impacts the role of insurance companies. For example, a company might have a more difficult time charging someone for treatment if they can no longer refer to the same A1C target for everyone. Chances are, you probably know someone with type 2 diabetes. 9.3% of the population has it. So, any change to treatment of type 2 diabetes will impact physicians and the public alike. Thank you for joining us on The Egg. To find more podcasts like this one, please visit EagleViewNews.com. The Egg is published by Eagleview News at Belbrook High School and is written by myself, Jack Long, and Michaela Pittman with features by Ryan Westergaard and Mackenzie Pittman this week. The Egg is advised by Katie Bills Tenney. The Egg is recorded at Bell Creek Intermediate and is mixed by Kyle Miller. You can find us on Twitter at The Egg EVN.